Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. I have to chat a bit longer than I normally do in this intro today because truth be told, I deleted the video of me recording this episode. I record these with my like podcast mic, but over Zoom, just because it's really simple and easy to record on there and export it. And I listened back to it and I was like, nope, delete. I had a lot of gremlins come up for me when listening to this podcast episode of just who am I to say this? And I want to address that. Luckily, Zoom still still saved the audio. <laughs> so I, I could go back and re-listen to it with a clear mind after some lovely friends of mine talked me down. Molly Seifert of Molly Kate Wellness and Brie Campos of Body Image with Brie reached out to both of them immediately because they're body image coaches. And I was like, y'all, I need some reassurance or someone to tell me to stay in my lane when talking about this stuff. And this isn't even that deep of an episode, but sometimes I get this gremlin that who am I to talk about body image when I live in a straight sized body and I hold a lot of thin privilege. And I always have, even through my body image struggles, I was never a plus size person. And I still feel it's still so important to talk about this. And if you're listening to this episode today and you think, what do you know? You know, what do you know about weight stigma? You have every right to think that. What do I know about weight stigma? All I know is that it is what I, I've learned from other people with those lived experiences. So I hope this episode inspires you today. But I do want to share some other resources of people in bigger bodies who you may relate to if you feel like this episode is maybe triggering for you in any way because I'm a thin, white, cisgendered woman speaking about body acceptance. Like how hard could it be? Which it was hard. It was so incredibly hard. And it is still something that I navigate throughout life and throughout body changes. It's I don't think it necessarily comes easy to anyone, but I definitely think it is harder and there are more barriers for some people, um, such as women in bigger bodies or black women or non-binary women, trans women, people in general. I said non-binary women. That is not, <laughs> not I'm getting in my head. Just non-binary people. Lord. I work so much with women, but I am understanding that this affects everybody on all spectrums. So yeah, um, some people that I would recommend you check out if you'd like more info on body image from more diverse bodies would 100% be body image with Brie, Brianna Campos. I've done supervision under her. She is wonderful. Oh, I just, she's amazing. Um, also, Molly Kate Wellness, she works for Binge Freedom Breakthrough, my, my group coaching program. She does quarterly body image calls with them, which is amazing. She's lovely. Um, Jamie Caroma, love her. I've done an Instagram live with her. She is a black woman. So if if that aligns with, with you and, and somebody that you identify with, absolutely would recommend checking her out. All Gender Nutrition, which is Vaughn Darst, is a, a dietitian who has an Instagram and Health at Every Size account um, for like transgender nutrition. Absolutely recommend that page. 
and many others that I'm probably forgetting, but those are the ones that pop up on the top of my head. I mean, there's so, so many amazing accounts out there uh, that you can hopefully, oh, Meg Boggs. How could I forget Meg Boggs? She is badass. (laughs) She inspires me the way Lizzo inspires me, like just strong, powerful women. Love her, love her page. So those are just some other places that you can go if you are looking for other voices talking about this other than just another thin cis white woman. But I still think it's important to talk on the matter. And I'm definitely battling gremlins with posting this this podcast, but we all battle gremlins, but that doesn't mean that it's a message that shouldn't be heard And I think that it will still connect with a lot of you because this is a lot of the stuff that I had to work through on my own binge eating journey and body image journey. So I want to share that. And if you like the episode, please let me know. If you have critique for the episode, please let me know. Follow me on Instagram um, in order to do so. The second comment I wanted to make from from replaying this back was I mentioned pursuing health many times, like, oh, if you're pursuing health, how can we do this? Like in a weight neutral lens, essentially. And I wanted to kind of put an asterisk by that and say, if you want to pursue health, if you want to, to try to add more healthful behaviors to your life, you don't have to though. You know, we forget that maybe not everyone has a life mission of, working to do things that amplify their health and you don't have to, and you don't, you don't have to be somebody that is working on their health in order to deserve respect and to deserve the best care and, and and just to be a person that is accepted in society. So I want to put a little asterisk by that because I'm definitely framing this podcast and I frame my work around people who are interested in pursuing health by in in ways that don't, you know, manipulate food or manipulate their bodies. But if you're not here for that, you do not have to be. And I accept you and I respect you. So wanted to give that little disclaimer as well. So let's just go ahead and dive into the podcast. I could create a whole other podcast all about this gremlin that I have coming up for me about talking about this subject. But I just did a poll on my Instagram yesterday asking people, you know, what is their biggest struggle when it comes to healing their relationship with food? And I swear like 99% of people said body image and the fear of weight gain. So it's absolutely something I need to talk about. And I want to talk about because I want to help you with this. And I want to help give you the knowledge that I've gained through my education, but also through my own struggle with this and through my supervision with Brie. So I'm going to talk about this. And I'm going to challenge my own gremlins by doing that. But I also want to give you permission to turn this off, unfollow me. If it's something that you don't align with, if my content is not for you, and if hearing this message from me is not for you, you have every right to make that decision. And I respect you for that. But I'm hoping that some people (laughs) hear this message and connect to it and feel inspired by it. So let's dive into this episode, shall we? Welcome to Behind the Binge, the podcast where we bring forth much-needed conversations about binge eating recovery and ditching diet culture. I'm your host, Marissa Kaimilik, a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and binge eating coach. This is our space to dive into practical tips to heal from binge eating, challenge your diet culture beliefs, discuss the nuances of intuitive eating, and empower you to recover. Let's start exploring what's behind the binge. 
Today, I want to talk about expectations and learning how to let go of expectations when it comes to moving into food freedom. Because in the world of diet culture, we are constantly holding on to these expectations of, you know, when I'm 10 pounds lighter or getting approval and acceptance from others once you've lost the weight, proving your health by what's on your plate, et cetera, et cetera. And we're constantly trying to live up to these expectations. But when we move into intuitive eating and food freedom, it can be really hard to let go of those diet culture expectations and almost like acceptance and grief of letting go of that. I was talking with a client earlier today about this, about no longer needing to justify her body size you know, justify her health based on her body size to herself or others, because she felt like her entire life in diet culture, she was justifying things like, yeah, I'm this size, but I'm, I'm on a weight loss journey or yeah, I'm this size, but can you deadlift 50 kilograms or yeah, I'm this size, but look at me, I'm eating a salad. You know, I must be healthy constantly seeking that approval of others um, and the approval of herself to say, I'm healthy though. You know, I'm doing all of these things and I'm working on my size. And now that we're moving into the space of food freedom and intuitive eating and healing her relationship with food and her body, we're working through that struggle with, um, you know, letting go of the expectations of needing to justify yourself or needing to lose weight. So today I asked her the tough question of, if you were to say, I'm never going to lose weight, how would that feel? And oh man, <laughs> that's a tough question, right? And who am I to say that? I, I live with a lot of thin privilege and I, I want to address that. I want to put that on the table here. I live with thin privilege and I, I'll never know what it feels like to live in a bigger body but I do know what it feels like to constantly be seeking to manipulate your body and constantly be trying to, and I know that it's not worth it. So what, what would it feel like to say, I'm not going to lose weight? And can we move into a place of accepting that? Not today and probably not tomorrow, but grieving that expectation Grieving the expectation that we will get there or that we have to for some reason. That takes time. It takes patience. It takes compassion. But it's necessary. Because if we're constantly chasing these expectations of weight loss, of diet culture, we're never going to find peace with food or our body because it's never going to be good enough. You know? If we feel like we constantly have to be chasing something, how are we ever going to live in the here and now? I actually just posted a blog post today about this, about, you know, one of the biggest things that helped me on my food freedom journey, on my binge freedom journey. And that was learning how to live in the here and now. You know, if we weren't constantly seeking weight loss in six weeks or comparing to what we looked like the summer of 2013, If only we could get back into those high school jeans. You know, if we weren't constantly thinking about what's ahead and what's behind us, 
What would we do right now? And that's where acceptance and letting go of these expectations really comes into play because expectations are a thing of the future. It's not a thing of right now. So what would you do for yourself, for your health, if it had nothing to do with your body, if it had nothing to do with changing your body or seeking approval or acceptance for whatever level of health you are? I don't know why we we deem, you know, someone's our willingness to like respect another based on their health status. Like, would we do that for somebody with cancer? No. So why, why does society do that for people whose health outcomes may be correlated to their body size? Like, gosh, (laughs) that's a problem with society though. That's not a problem with you. So when moving into a space of letting go of the past and in the future and moving into the here and now, I want you to ask yourself what I just said of what would I do for myself in this moment? What would I do for my health right now if my body would never change? If it if I wasn't actively seeking changing my body, what would I do? And moving into that space of no expectations, just I'm going to do X, Y, or Z thing. I'm going to move my body today because I know it's, you know, something that promotes health or because I know that it makes me feel good. I know that it helps with my mental health. That's why I'm going to do this with no expectations of what, you know, the future may hold regarding that. Because honestly, the truth is the future changes constantly. I mean, I could get in a skiing accident tomorrow and never be able to run again. Um, But the motivation behind movement would still be the same for me that it's it's good for my mental health. So that may just include stretching or that may include exercising my mind a bit more often and moving into that space and grieving what won't be again, grieving, not having the ability to run again, grieving, no longer chasing, changing my body. It is a process and it's not easy and it's not something we accept overnight or even want to accept. You know, I think it, it holds a lot of resistance because society says that accepting our body is lazy or you just don't have enough self-discipline or, you know, somehow victim blaming to your circumstances, your situation, but really it's just being like you, you're allowed to be yourself and disappoint others. If being yourself means you're going to disappoint others, then disappoint others. Because it's your life. Gosh, I always get up on these like pedestals where I'm just like, do you <laughs> screw everyone else? <laughs> what I'm saying here in this, this ramble about expectations is that I don't have any. <laughs> What is that? Um, oh no, I was thinking of comparison is the thief of joy. I was gonna say, what is that that saying? Expectations is the thief of joy. Expectations are the thing of no, it's comparison is the thief of joy. But I also think expectations are because what if you never meet your expectations? Then you're just constantly not good enough. Like, what? You're good enough. What you're doing right now is good enough. You are enough. And you don't have to prove that to anybody through what you're eating, how you're moving, or what you look like. So 
learning to drop expectations and learning to just live in the here and now is one of the biggest hurdles, but one of the biggest successes in your food freedom journey. It will propel you forward faster and smoother than if you resist the unknown. Everything is unknown. Life is unknown. Tomorrow's unknown. So why are we so worried about it? Let's work on who we are right now in this moment. And only basing that on our own self, not on the expectations of others. I was actually in therapy the other day and was told that I need to stop expecting something in my life to change. (laughs) I'm not going to go into my therapy sessions, but to stop expecting a different outcome of something that is continually giving me the same outcome. Why do I keep expecting to have a, you know, a different scenario there? Stop expecting it. So if we can compare this to diet culture, why do we keep expecting ourselves to, to lose weight successfully and easily and happily when time and time again, we are thrown into this whirlwind of the restrict binge cycle that makes us unhappy and miserable where we have to miss out on life events that we really enjoy just to weigh 10 pounds less like that is that's unrealistic and I think we have to kind of swallow that tough pill of I'm not gonna do this anymore and sucks to suck for everyone who is you know just waiting to validate me for my weight loss it's not gonna happen And I'm done talking about it. (sighs) I think that's really hard to hear, to say, to accept. But I hope somehow by listening to this, it sounds like you're conscious saying, stop, (laughs) stop torturing yourself. And just... Find what really brings you health and happiness and and do that, you know? Some days that's going to be sitting on the couch and binge watching an episode on or a TV show on Netflix. And some days that's going to be hiking 10 miles, you know? what Whatever it is today in this moment that's going to best serve you and your yourself. I hope that this was helpful. <laughs> The point of this podcast is just for me to get on and chat about something when something comes up in my head and after getting off that client call where we were talking about grieving these expectations and letting go of them to move into this new space of food freedom for her, it was like, oh, I got to talk about this because I think this is such a hot topic. So much of this journey is letting go of our old expectations and others' expectations and learning how to just focus on yourself right now. So yes, I do want to kind of finish this with saying I hold a lot of privilege in saying this, like I am a straight-sized cis white woman. (laughs) And I say that without facing the stigmas of the world around me for living in a bigger body or living in a black body or whatever, you know, other than being white but I still know that it's worth it. But you don't have to believe me either. That's okay. 
I think it takes time to really see what's right in front of us. All right, everyone. That's it for today's podcast. We kind of got a little serious there, which is fine and necessary. Um, But I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, be sure to let me know either through my Instagram at binge.nutritionist or leave me a review on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. I would super appreciate it. It's really helpful. And feel free to reach out if you have any requests for this podcast of what you'd like me to talk about, or if you have any questions, I definitely want to answer listener questions on here. That's a huge goal for me with this, but essentially I will see you in our next conversation and I hope you have a great rest of your day, wherever you are in the world, whatever time you're listening to this. Bye.